Welcome back in to the Tide Talk Podcast, now a part of the Believe Podcast Network. We're excited about that opportunity that Believe has gave us and excited to join their network. Uh, we're joined today by Ricky Green, you know, the lead scouting and recruiting analyst for Tide Talk Sports. Uh, Ricky does a great job covering recruiting and football and basketball, even all of it, really. Uh, Ricky, Ricky does a great job, has great sources, and, and is really connected to the Alabama Athletic Department. And uh, he has a great YouTube channel that, that he works there with, a chat with Chat Sports, the Alabama Football News and Rumors channel. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's automatic for 10,000 views per episode that he puts up. He's doing a great job, and we're excited to be joined by Ricky. Ricky, how's it going, man? any better i'd be twins stacy we just won a national championship got an incredible recruiting class for 2021 our basketball team is smoking them if they got them and all is good it, it is a good time to be a gump and there's no doubt about it yeah i mean last night speaking of basketball last night was just incredible the the start that john petty had i'm not sure that i've ever seen anything like it uh, at the college level. I mean, it really was just incredible. Yeah, it really, really was. I remember uh, when I was just a young boy, Stacy, I had a Super Nintendo, and there was a game back then, NBA Jam was the name of the game. And when you hit three three-point shots in a row, the basketball would catch on fire, and you could throw it from half court, and it would go in. It almost felt like John Petty's basketball was on fire last night. <laughs> that's that's for sure. I, I definitely remember that game. That was a lot of fun. But and then it was kind of contagious for the rest of the guys. I think uh, Petty, uh, Quinterly, and Primo combined to go twenty of twenty five from the three point line last night. Uh, just like I said, an incredible performance. Uh, you know, by the team shooting, setting the SEC record for most three pointers made in a game with twenty three. Uh, just lights out shooting from the tide. The defense was there and kind of set the tone as well early against LSU, who was uh, came into that to that game as the leading scoring team uh, in the SEC. So just just a fantastic fantastic performance by Alabama. And, uh, you know, just the season overall right now they're on a seven game winning streak, so they're seven and zero in conference play. Uh, right now they are head and shoulders above everybody else in the SEC. Just kind of, kind of walk us through, Ricky, what you've seen from this team so far through the SEC, and kind of what you're expecting the rest of the way. Well, you know, the the things that you can see on television are the things that excite basketball fans. When somebody gets hot from beyond the three point line or a big time dunk in transition, those are all things that get basketball fans excited. But what excites me about this basketball team are the things that you can't see. Uh, Stacey, and you alluded to a little bit of that, talking about John Petty and how it was contagious. The leadership on this basketball team and the emotion, the effort that these guys are playing with right now. I mean, these guys are playing just as hard up 40 in Baton Rouge as they are in a close game, you know, that we may even be, trailing it's unbelievable the amount of effort and enthusiasm that we're seeing out of this basketball team right now and that is 100 percent attributed 
to Nate Oates. If you didn't believe Nate Oates was the man for this job before yesterday, um, I don't know what to tell you. This program is on an upward trajectory, and I think that, like Nate Oates said before the season, anything short of a deep tournament run this year will be a disappointment and almost considered a failure for this basketball program. These guys are 100% bought in. And when I saw Bruner and Herb Jones uh, kind of get banged up, you know, you thought for just a minute, uh-oh, here we go. The train never left the tracks, man. It was absolutely incredible to see these guys come together and continue to fight even without a leader like Jordan Bruner and even in, you know, a game game and a half where Herb was banged up and his fingers were messed up. It's just unreal how far this basketball team has come since we were all saying buckle up with Avery Johnson. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, of Avery Johnson, I tweeted something last night that, man, a lot of people kind of took offense to. Like I was like giving Avery Johnson like a half a percent of credit for helping get some of these guys like John Petty and Herb Jones. And, you know, he's the guy who recruited Jaden Shackelford. So, I mean, like uh, some of these guys are there, you know, in a small part because Avery Johnson was there and, you know, Petway was obviously the, the lead recruiter on those guys. But but Johnson was the head coach, so he deserves, you know, a, a small amount of credit for that. And, you know, Alabama fans took offense to that for some reason. But, you know, it is what it is. But the leadership of this team is what separates uh, Alabama right now from some of the other teams in the league. And there was one point in the game last night. Alabama's up by 32, and there's a loose ball. And John Petty dives. I I mean, he lays it on the line up 32. Uh, It's just, like you mentioned, the leadership. And 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 it's all credit to Nate Oates. He has changed the culture of Alabama basketball, uh, you know, losing Bruner. Uh, in past years would have been detrimental to the season. And like you said, the train never left the track. They just keep cruising right along, uh, you know, beating other SEC teams by 20-plus points. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm running out of adjectives to describe this team, and they're, they're just exciting to watch. Uh, they play hard, you know, for 40 minutes, and uh, it's just a lot of fun to see. They're, play, they're playing really, really good right now. I hope that they can continue this into March when it's most important because, you know, basketball is a funny sport. You know, Alabama could win 10 or 12 in a row right here in conference play. But, you know, if they lose in the first round of the NCAA tournament, that's what's going to be remembered from this team. So, uh, need to play right or play hot at the right time. So, looking forward to seeing if they can carry this over into March when it comes to the NCAA tournament. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, you know, as Alabama Athletics fans, we are very accustomed to seeing success on the recruiting trail within our football program. But people need to understand also that Nate Oates and his staff, Petway, uh, Hodgson, these are elite recruiters as well, and the talent is just continuing to stockpile. We're talking about a potentially landing a guy like Charles Bidiaco here in just a, a few days, and that is a legitimate NBA caliber five-star big guy, um, something that Alabama just hasn't had in a very long time and definitely something that I'm looking forward to uh, 
the basketball program, whether it be recruiting or actual in-game play, it's just on fire, and there's really nothing else you can say about it other than this is going to be fun to watch. Hey, man, even your roosters are excited right now, man. <laughs> you got them pumped up in the background. They're, you know, they're they're uh, they're making their call. So uh, yeah, it's it's an exciting time for Alabama basketball. Like you said, they're they're lightening up on the recruiting trail. Uh, so uh, just looking forward to, to seeing if they can continue this this hot play and this hot start to league play. Uh, they they play they host Mississippi State this Saturday, so that's what we we got to look forward to this weekend. So just an exciting time, like you said, to be an Alabama fan. Just just coming off the heels of another national championship in football, and now leading the SEC. You know, almost halfway through conference play. No doubt. You know when the farm animals are getting excited, something's <laughs> going right. That's and right. it is a good time to be a guff. I'm telling you, the roosters are agreeing. <laughs> the cows out back are looking at me like, yeah, let's go. It's time to get it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Kind of kind of changing direction here. We're going to talk a little bit about, you know, the, the football team and what's going on there right now. Of course, there's just a couple weeks left before uh, for National Signing Day in February. Uh, the class is pretty much full here for 2021. There's a couple spots open if it's if it's the right guy. Just kind of go over who Alabama is looking at right now to kind of close out this 2021 class. Well, y'all will have to forgive me because I'm probably about to butcher this name, and I do it every time, but it's the best I can do. JT Tuomaloile um, is ranked as the number one overall player in the country a big-time defensive lineman from out on the West Coast. And pretty much, even though he's sitting with a top five currently, this is an Ohio State-Alabama battle, no doubt about it. Hard to say right now. You know, I think Ohio State has a slight lead. But since Sarkeesian left, Freddie Roach has taken over this recruitment. Uh, along with being personally assisted by Nick Saban, who is one of the best to ever do it. Um, So you can't ever say, never say never, basically, uh, when it comes to recruiting in Alabama. A lot of people don't think that we've got a shot at JTT, but I'm telling you, we have a legit shot. Will he commit to Alabama? Couldn't tell you today. I don't want to sit here and mislead anybody, but to think that Alabama – doesn't at least have a legit shot to land the number one player in the nation is a uh, farcical at this point. It's just nonsense. And then you look at our other top remaining target. Uh, in my opinion, one of the most athletic defensive backs in the entire country, Terry and Arnold. Um, and he is a guy that I actually believe Alabama winds up uh, getting a commitment from. He will commit on February the 3rd on national signing day. This thing with JTT could even go on a couple of months beyond National Signing Day because he's really, really wanting to take some visits. He's visited Tuscaloosa in the past. He's never been able to visit Ohio State yet up to this point. So got room for two more guys if they both wanted to come. But if I had to pick one uh, as of today, I would lean more towards us securing a commitment from Terry and Arnold and I would be absolutely fine with that. Yeah, T- Terrian is probably, I mean, he's top three favorite players of this class, in, in my opinion, as far as 
his skill set and what he brings to the table. Like you said, he is one of the most athletic guys in the entire class, regardless of position. And you know, he could actually see some playing time early. I know that I know there's there's a lot coming back in the secondary for Alabama, but he just seems like one of those guys that has a unique skill set, playmaking skill set that could see some playing time early if he does in fact choose the tide. You hear the comparison made a lot, and I know it gets tiresome hearing it over and over again, but he really is a prospect similar uh, to a Minka Fitzpatrick type guy that you're absolutely right, could come in as a true freshman and make an impact because not only is he uber athletic and super talented, but he's got all the intangibles as well. He outworks everybody on his high school team. First guy to show up, last guy to leave. He's just one of those defensive backs that perfectly fits the mold of a Nick Saban DB. And why wouldn't you want to come and be coached by the greatest of all time if you had the chance to? I think Terrian will roll with the tide, and I think he'll have uh, at least three years of enormous success uh, in the back end of that Alabama defense if he does choose Alabama. Yeah, you know, we, we've talked several times uh, between us about how we don't understand kids. And, look, this is the gumps in us, I know, uh, not choosing Alabama when the offer is there. Look, I get kids that want to go to Ohio State or Clemson, uh, teams like that. But, man, if Alabama offers, it's hard to turn that down. I mean, every every player that Alabama has signed that has stayed until their junior season has won a national championship under Nick Saban. So I, I mean, I, I mean that's the that's the biggest selling point. I mean ever. I mean I, I don't know what else you want. So uh, if you want to win and you want to win championships, you know, go to Alabama. It's really just that simple. <laughs> no doubt about it. If you want to win championships and if you want to be prepared as well as you can be for a life after football, because Nick Saban's not just winning championships. He's molding young men. These are guys that no matter what their trajectory is, where they decide to go in life, when you come and you get that degree from the University of Alabama and you become a part of that family and you make those connections, those are connections that last a lifetime. And uh, I know I, for one, love being a part of this Alabama brand. Uh, if you want to call it that. And I just really, like you said, maybe I'm looking through crimson colored glasses. Actually, I probably am, (laughs) but I couldn't imagine not choosing Alabama. If I had an opportunity to go to Alabama, no doubt. And I think that, you know, the scary part is for everybody other than Alabama fans. I don't think Nick Saban's ready to slow down anytime soon. No, I don't think so either, man. He, he, he seems as fresh as ever. Uh, you know, the, the morning after the championship, he was already kind of uh, talking a little bit about preparing for the next season and, you know, putting in work for the next season. He's just he, – he's, he's like a robot, really. And uh, like you mentioned, I don't think he's slowing down anytime soon. And uh, that's great news for, for us, and we're certainly excited to, to have him. Well, when you see him continually restocking the cupboard, we've kind of covered uh, recruiting a little bit, but even when it comes to hiring assistant coaches, 
the man just never stops. It amazes me how we have gone from, man, we lost one of our best offensive coordinators and our best offensive line coaches that we've had in this Nick Saban era to, oh, by the way, we just replaced those two guys with two former NFL head coaches. Right. I mean, how you like that? What is he even doing? Yeah, he, he's he, everybody else. He's playing chess, and everybody else is playing checkers. And that's just the. It's been said a million times, but that's the easiest and simplest way to put it. And it's just the fact of the matter. So, uh, Nick Saban is ahead of the curve. He's he's been ahead of the curve, and uh, you know, like he, like we said, he's not slowing down, and just uh, just big things coming. And and you kind of led into what I wanted to talk a little bit about before we wrap things up here and. Obviously, there's been several coaches leave uh, following this season. Uh, like you mentioned, Bill O'Brien is, is kind of taking over as the offensive coordinator. Uh, Doug Marone's going to be the offensive line coach. But, Ricky, what are you hearing as far as some of the other spots that are open uh, or maybe even could possibly become open uh, later on uh, for this album football staff? Well, as it stands right now, we are looking for a running backs coach and we also need a tight ends slash special teams coach. Um, lost a good one in Jeff Banks. Of course, he followed Sarkeesian out to Texas. I've made very, very public the way that I feel about that. I think that was kind of a little bit of a shady move uh, by Sarkeesian, but that's another story for another day. Got to find guys to fill the openings that we have. And I think that you could see a guy like Eddie Grant, uh, I'm told, is involved, uh, could fill one of those spots. And the guys that we're involved with right now, potential uh, candidates, are guys that are very flexible. Their backgrounds, they have experience coaching different things. So a guy like Eddie Grant, if you take a quick look at his or bio, he is chopped full of running back coach experience, but also special teams coach experience. So that allows us to look at different candidates and have different ways that we could go. Another guy that we're involved with uh, was recently the associate head coach and special teams coordinator out at Texas. Uh, coach Bullware is a guy that would fit a need both as a coach but also as a recruiter, having those deep and strong ties out in the state of Texas. So, again, Nick Saban is the chess master. He's looking at all these assistants, um, looking at guys like Lance Taylor, who actually played receiver uh, for Alabama at one point during his life, could potentially also be involved here. Just uh, uh, some moving pieces, and it just comes down to where Saban thinks they fit best. But I can tell you this uh, with absolute certainty. There is no shortage of good candidates for these jobs in Tuscaloosa. People are beating Nick Saban's door down to come and be a part of this process. And I, I just think that no matter who he hires, as long as Nick Saban is still in that head coach's office there at the capstone, we're going to be just fine. So look towards guys like Eddie Grant, uh, Bullwear, even a guy like, uh, oh, goodness, what's his, was the head coach at Arizona, just lost his job after this season, someone, Kevin, Kevin someone. someone. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, he's another guy that's involved, and these are all guys that have experience coaching 
more than one position that could all fit really well, depending upon how Nick Saban decides to put them together. Yeah, like you said, I, I'm i not really concerned with who gets hired because the main position is filled, and that's that's the head coaching position where, he, where Saban is really more of a CEO of a large corporation than he is a head coach. And uh, like you said, he, he, he knows what he's doing. He's going to hire the right guys, uh, and, and I'm fully confident that, that Alabama is going to be just fine uh, and, and with Nick Saban as the head coach. Uh, you know, I, I don't <laughs> – it's funny. I'm, I'm laughing to myself because I don't think that we should leave this podcast without mentioning the complete dumpster fire that is happening in Knoxville, Tennessee right now. Uh, they just fired Jeremy Pruitt, I think it was yesterday – uh, or day before yesterday, one uh, just a it, it's just a complete mess up there. There's rumors that Jason Witten could be a head coach candidate there. Uh, I <laughs> I don't know what to do other than kind of laugh uh, at that situation. It really is just a dumpster fire there in Tennessee. Uh, <laughs> Ricky, anything you want to add on that? Well, you know. You hate to see things like that happen to Jeremy Pruitt. I'm a big-time Pruitt fan. I think that he is probably the best defensive coordinator that we had uh, since 2007 at Alabama. Agree. You hate to see hate to see this kind of stuff happen to such a good guy. But Tennessee is just getting what Tennessee deserves. I'll never forget, and I know you won't either. Fat field blowing that whistle on Alabama back in the day. And I just think it's kind of ironic that it all ended up with him kind of being thrown under the bus, too, to save that Tennessee football program. That is absolutely, like you said, a dumpster fire today. Yeah, it's, uh, and now they're, they're back. It's, it's another five years before Tennessee is even relevant again in the SEC. So, I mean, it's just – they just continue – what is it, 14 in a row against Tennessee right now that, that Alabama has won in that matchup? And I, there's there's no end in sight to me. Uh, <laughs> Alabama's owning Tennessee right now, and, uh, you know, like, like we said, they're, they're a dumpster fire, and uh, I'm not sure where they go from here. <laughs> no telling, absolutely no telling. When you've got the Haslam's involved – yeah, Tennessee's never going to be what it has the potential to be as long as those guys are involved in the decision-making process. And I've said that for years now. 5,000 and something days, I think, since Tennessee beat Alabama, and I don't see it happening anytime soon, that's for sure. Yeah, it's uh, well, I just wanted to mention that real quick. I didn't think we should end this podcast without mentioning that. Uh, Ricky, I really appreciate uh, you hopping on with me today to talk a little bit about some hoops and some football and some recruiting and some coaching staff changes that are happening right now. Uh, before we let you go, how about you let everybody know how they can follow you on social media about the YouTube channel and just kind of what you got going on right now. Yeah, man, no doubt. Uh, I appreciate you having me on as always, Stacy, and so do my roosters. Uh, they said to make sure that I tell you that they appreciate you having me on as well. The YouTube channel is the Alabama Football News and Rumors channel. We partnered with Chat Sports uh, to get that thing up and rolling. 
It's called the Alabama Football News and Rumors Channel, but we're going to cover uh, a little bit of everything over on our YouTube channel. Really excited about the growth there. The website, like you mentioned earlier, is absolutely uh, exploding right now. We've got a great team of guys that uh, are just doing what they can do to bring good information to hardworking Alabama fans without having to take that monthly subscription out of their pocket. And the YouTube channel is a big part of how we are able to do that. So we definitely appreciate all the support that our listeners and our subscribers have given us over on the YouTube channel and look forward to covering Alabama athletics there for the remainder of the year and well into the future. Yeah, absolutely, Ricky. And, you know, we certainly appreciate what you're doing. It's, it, it's been, like, like you said, everything is exploding right now. Uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of that is thanks to how well Nate Oates and the football, and the, excuse me, the basketball team are playing coming off that national championship that the football team just won. So Alabama athletics is hot right now. Uh, then, we, then, you know, pretty soon baseball and softball is going to be kicking, uh, kicking up. And, and uh, it's just an exciting time to be an Alabama athletics fan. Really looking forward to continue the coverage, the athletic department. Uh, like I said, Ricky, I appreciate you having me on. Why don't you tell everybody how they can follow you on Twitter real quick? Yeah, sure. Follow me on Twitter. At Bama RLG, you can like me on Facebook, uh, Ricky Lamar Green on Facebook, and that's where you can find me. If I'm not covering something to do with Alabama, uh, then I'm pretty much lost because that's what we do. <laughs> that's right. That's right. All right, everybody. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we certainly appreciate that. Leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you listen to us on. And uh, we certainly appreciate that as well. Until next time, roll tide. Roll tide.